down to watch. This week we watched Big Trouble in Little China. Today we have Tuck. Yo, what's up? We have Mike F. Yeah, we did. We watched that movie. And unfortunately, I have to be on the mic because everyone was busy and I'm Michelle. So let's go. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, man? How's everybody doing? Meh. Well, great. I just watched that movie, so I was entertained. Great. How often? I have to say, there's a crazy replay value with this movie. And I think I take enough time out of the year to watch it maybe twice a year. Wow. Yeah, I think so. I think on average, year. that's how often I watch this movie. At least once, maybe twice a year. Wow. That's yeah. that's, that's a lot. I mean, before I turned maybe 18, I used to probably watch it that much. Uh-huh. But then after that, I think I just kind of forgot that it existed. <laughs> I used to love yeah. this movie as a kid, though. Like, if you, if, it, if you had anything that had kung fu and magic, I was going to watch it. It didn't matter. Yeah, I, I was all about that as a kid. I can't think of too many things that had both kung fu and magic. That's because you weren't watching the Chinese channels. <laughs> Being part Chinese and watching those channels as a kid, it was always on. Talk, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> the funny thing is I was never really exposed to that a whole lot, but I know what you're talking about. I used to watch the thing is that stuff. The thing is I also used to watch a lot of like kids shows that had – Martial arts and kind of sci-fi magic shit yeah, going on. I can think like of animated series that did that. Power Rangers, yeah. yeah. Boo, hated that. Show. Or some 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 animated TV shows had had some element of of both to some degree. Sure. I just yeah. realized that's kind of weird. I hated the Power Rangers because I thought it was like such garbage. Well, it's really cheesy. But the Chinese shows were super cheesy and horrible quality, and I loved them. <laughs> yeah, but the Chinese shows had drama. Yeah, they were way better. There was some drama and a lot of dramatic cinematography, I feel. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they yeah. did the most epic zooms into someone's face as he was about <laughs> to scream. Yeah, yeah. You could see fucking, like... Is that where General Yuki's Hospital got that from? Did, did they just watch Mandarin drama and then copy their cinematic <laughs> style? Probably. Jiaozi! <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Ah. It's so good because I just like Aah! you're like why is he screaming in like one place for three minutes? Like you feel like you feel like there should be something else going on, but it's not. It's not. He's just gonna keep screaming. Why? <laughs> no one knows why. So well, because good. that's probably the the stoic, you know, Chinese way of expressing your emotion. You you can't <laughs> do it any other way. You have to just yell. Give it a good three minutes of yelling, and that's it. That's all you get. I guess. I guess that could I make guess. sense. No. Oh, for some guys, maybe. No, no. Great some thing guys. about those channels, though, is there's no subtitles, so I wasn't distracted to read anything. I just knew what was going on. It was always good. Always good times. I've always wondered, though, like, even in this movie, why do the Raiden guys always shoot lightning <laughs> into the air before they attack someone? <laughs> like, why, like, like, they stand in their spot, and then they're like, shoot lightning left, shoot lightning right, and then they're like, no, nah, I'm going to fight you. Just fight me. Like, what was that about? And what is it with, like, the rice paddy hat and having electricity as an ability? Why do those two go hand in hand? I, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, some real Chinese thing. Must yeah, be. I don't know. Like, is there, like, a thunder god actually in Chinese lore and he wears that hat? I'm going to look that up right now because I really want to know. Well, for sure there's a thunder god. I don't know about no hat like that. Yeah, because he's got to be older than that hat. 
<laughs> right? Depends on how old that hat is. He's got to be ancient. So there is a thunder god, and he kind of has like a toad face, I would say. Oh. So he's sort of amphibian and looking. wings. He's a winged amphibian? Kind of, yeah. Does that oh. mean that his, that his butt doesn't touch the ground when he hops? <laughs> no, he's humanoid. He has a like a toadish face. Right, with a man's body. Actually, he kind of looks like Baraka from Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy does, shit. Does he have the teeth? Yeah. Yeah, look. Like fish teeth? Oh, yeah, look at yeah. him. Does he have orange hair, too? Uh, it depends on which statue you're looking at. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Wow, hmm. that ruined it for me. I was kind of thinking of Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks so. That's but the funny thing is, I think they got that design idea from this movie. Yeah, probably. Say. I'm sure it was influential to... Uh, That's a good question. When did Mortal Kombat come out? Uh, 90, early 90s. One ninety two. And Tobias, I can't think of his last name, the guy that designed it, was obviously a martial arts fa- a film fan. You know, in fact, Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon was the biggest influence on Mortal Kombat. There you go. Yeah, I remember reading that. The whole premise of like the island and uh, yeah, and the fight to the death the tournament. Yeah. So the first one was in '92. Yeah. And then a movie came out like in '94, '95. '95. Right? Mortal Kombat. That was like the best soundtrack ever. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Everyone knows that song. You just sit there I, and you're just. I'm, like, it like I'm gets not you all hyped argue. up. You're just like, God damn it. Why am I dancing to this well, shitty song? What other songs were on that soundtrack, though? <laughs> no, that's the only song. That's the only song I can no, remember. no, no, no. For me, there were a few other bands on that, on that freaking Do album. You remember? Do you remember what, what, what the bands were? Uh, one of them was KMFDM. What did, oh, they, wow. what did they play? Never heard of them. Shit, I cannot. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. I think they were in the second, the, the second movies. Oh. Wow. The first one had, uh, oh, man. It was like a, a like a like a heavy metal band. Shit, I, I have to get back to you. But <laughs> the, that song, the theme song, is what got what wanted me to get the album. But then when I listened to the album, there were like three or four other songs that I dug. One of them was used in the scene, the fight scene with Scorpion and uh, Johnny Cage mm-hmm. when they're in like in that inferno looking place. Yeah. Okay. There was like some hardcore metal playing in the background. I remember that's what got me. And I forget the damn band's name. The only uh, movie that ever had me want to get a hardcore metal song, like downloaded that minute, was Triple uh, X. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that terrible Vin Diesel film. Yeah, it was, that movie was uh, horrible. <laughs> but they played that Rammstein song. The, yeah. The Fjord, Fjord. Yeah, and that I is remember a good one. in that scene, I was like. I have to have this song. <laughs> and to this day, Fear Fear that is song is one. on my phone. Yeah. I take it with me yeah. everywhere because there's never, you know, there's always a moment in the day where you're just like, I, I could go for that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Romstein it up. Wow. You carry it on your phone seriously? Yeah. Dead serious. Yeah. Oh. Can I'll you play it on my phone? Can right you now. set it to, not, to not my ringtone? Like, <laughs> when I call you, can that song play? Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Sometimes iPhones are tricky with getting ringtones to or ringtones to do what they you want yeah. them to do. They're yeah. like they're like you want musical ringtones. That's so 2006. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Whoa. 
That is song. Wow. <laughs> I don't need another saying. It could be like devil worship shit. I'd just be like, oh, that song so good. So good. <laughs> so speaking of the uh, the storm guys, which ones did you like the most? My favorite was Thunder, but for hilarious for, reasons. For different reasons? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say it after everyone says theirs. Uh, I kind of I dug Rain. Yeah, but Rain looks like every, like, Asian movie hero guy, you know? I like Thunder, too. Wow, I thought someone was going to pick the lightning dude. No one cared about Raiden. <laughs> yeah. he, like, he was, like, barely in the movie, and then when he showed up, he'd just be like, well, a little bit of lightning shooting at nothing, and then I'm going to get hit in the head with a statue. Like, he was useless. Yeah. Right. Yes. He could have been easily the more formidable enemy. Yeah. Uh, out of like those three, because he had the fu- he had like a crazy power, fucking shooting lightning out of your hands. That's got to be that was visually stunning. So that makes him the most like interesting to look at to watch. But he had the shittiest, if you want to call it, confrontation <laughs> in the whole freaking movie. Yeah. And he and he was dead last. Like if anybody should have been the, like the dead last, you know. Thunder, uh, storm to, to die. I thought it should have been rain. Really? Or I thought thunder. it should have been thunder. Or thunder. Because rain, thunder. like, my. He had a really hilarious big... ending. Yeah, his was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest problem with rain is, like, okay, so lightning, he had electric power, right? Yeah. Thunder had breath power, I guess? I, I don't I don't know what that was. He I'm going to say it's. I guess they're saying he had like super lungs or something, so he could make the thunder, like he could make the thunder sound. I, I'm, I'm going to say he had a um, sort of like a what do you call it? Like a side effect of the of the Hulk, the Hulk's yeah. power. <laughs> Instead okay. of getting big and strong and being able to kick ass, he got big and strong and kills himself. <laughs> like, yeah, like he really needed to calm down. Otherwise, well, I'm saying died. like earlier in the movie, <laughs> before that part, he would just kind of be like, oh. Nonstop, and he was strong. So I, I'll say that's kind of like a thunder type thing. What yeah. the fuck was Rain's power? He's just a guy who do karate. Well, yeah, he he's the guy who freaking wielded a sword. Yeah, and he had the better fight out of the other two. But I, I, he at I least thought. needed to like spit or something, like something to involve <laughs> Rain. Maybe he pees on you, but you had to cut that out. It was too much. You know, he rained on you almost literally. <laughs> so that scene when he's like doing the sword fighting in the air with Wang, which I think yeah. is a hilarious name. That part where he land, where they, where he, they kind of like they land at the same time, and he sort of gives him a, a, a one up, like he looks at him, yeah, like he's all, he's all kind of like impressed at Wang's ability. I felt like there's when he was like, you know what? Okay, we're evenly matched. Unzips, and then psst, I rain on you. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe John Carpenter was like, ah, I don't think that's gonna fly. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, that's my biggest problem with him because usually in these type of like movies or shows in the on like the Chinese channels or Chinese movies. They do something that represents whatever their power is, or their name is power, you know? Right. So the fact that he didn't have any water ability, like, if he had just, like, like the puddles in the room and shit, or if he made the room flood, that would have been awesome. And I would have been, like, been pretty cool. Rain, you're the, you're the best guy. You're, you win. 
but gotta give it to Thunder. <laughs> so the reason I give it to Thunder though is because uh, he looks exactly like you, Talk. Well, interesting. <laughs> interesting enough. Um, inter- interestingly enough, Carter Wong, who played Thunder, was actually the martial arts instructor for the Hong Kong police, and um, huh. helped choreograph fight scenes for the movie. You know, wow. I thought he had a very good guy look to his face. Yeah. So, he, looked, he looked like Jackie I think, Chan I think I'll super think a compliment, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but he had the Jackie Chan super cop haircut, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> well, John Carpenter was quoted as saying that he wanted to cast Jackie Chan originally for Wang Chi. Which one's that? The main guy. Yeah, the, the bad guy. Oh, wow. But Chan's English wasn't good enough, says the producers. <laughs> it wasn't passable, according to the producers. What about fucking Thunder? I didn't know what the hell you were saying. <laughs> I literally turned on subtitles because I, I was like a third of the movie in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck was just said. And then the, you know what the subtitles on Netflix said? They said Chinese language. <laughs> How lazy. I think I remember that. Just walk this one in. Yeah, I was like, wow, that is, wow, they didn't even try. Funny like, thing is, I actually understood almost every word he said in English. And I've seen this movie so many times that in real life, I'll try to throw in one of his lines. <laughs> like, in whatever situation I'm in. Like, for instance, you know that scene where... Gracie Law, like Kim Cattrall's character, her and Eddie and the reporter girl, they all come in and they're asking the front desk security guys, like, hey, like, show us around. And then Thunder comes out of nowhere and he's like, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever I hear someone who's, like, having trouble, and if I know they, they know they would get the reference, I'll say it. So my brother and I, we say to each other all the time, <laughs> for instance. Speaking of lines, my favorite line in the movie was son of a bitch this asshole is gonna pay when he just got like his ass kicked and then he's like son of a bitch this asshole is gonna pay i was like what Curioso? you clearly are out of your element that's your favorite line Definitely. It's not the Jack Burton checks in the mail line. Nah, come no. on. All of those are actually. There was a line that I didn't understand when Grace Law, right? Grace or Gracie? Gracie. Whatever. When she goes, well, if I go in there, they'll push my face in. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and I had to write it down. I was like, what does push your face in mean? They'll push my face. I always thought Kurt's line after that. <laughs> the one that he uses to reference her line, her face line, where he's like, I know, but there's something wrong with your face. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> shit cracks me up. That cracks me That's up That's a good line, but does anyone know it pushing your face no, in? No, I wonder if that was Kurt all. Russell, like, teasing her for her weird, her weird line. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, he, he probably ad-libbed that one. Right, like, like she improved it. And then he didn't let her live it down afterwards. <laughs> push your push your face in. What does that mean? Because <laughs> you know, like we all know the prison version of that, <laughs> and it, it's not face. It's, it was in Training oh, Day, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the weird gangster guy. So then I started thinking that, and I was like, no, but that wouldn't work with your face. So what does that mean? <laughs> I don't think that was your fear, nor that this is the kind of movie that was going to try and scare us with that kind of violence. <laughs> 
We weren't watching American History X here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, did you guys notice, like, I had to rewind it because I thought I was tripping. But uh, you know the big, like, street fight they had randomly? Yeah, it's the best part. Which is, like, it kind of reminded me of, um, oh, what's, what's the Ron Burgundy movie called? Oh, the big brawl. Anchorman. Uh, Anchorman. Anchorman. Yes, the the first Anchorman, the big brawl. Like I felt like yeah. that was that scene. Probably. Whereas a brawl that didn't make sense, and it got <laughs> way out of hand, way too fast. Yeah. <laughs> it escalated. Yeah, because like yeah. they had like bats and knives, and I was like, okay, this makes sense. And then all of a sudden, dudes showed up with guns, and I was <laughs> like, wait. And then they ran towards each other, and the guys with guns were pointing the guns in the air as they ran <laughs> towards the other guys. I was like, why? What? What is happening? <laughs> Did they really? I didn't even see that. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I, I've never noticed that. But that's not why I rewound it. The reason I rewound it uh, is if you look the what are they called? The Wing Kong, Wing Kong. That's the wing, the black wing, wing. Yeah, Wing Kong team. Yeah. I wrote that down. Wing Tong team. The red and black guys. There was like five white guys in that group. <laughs> I thought I noticed one. <laughs> I was like, he had, he had like a goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, was yeah. kind of on the portly side. Yes, yes. I remember he got his ass kicked by Wang when they were inside the, the storage room or something. Yeah, he got his ass kicked in the storage room and he got his yeah. ass kicked in that fight. But there's like three others in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, wow, the, the Wing Kong team is kind of progressive. They're like, let anyone yeah, in. They're, you know? they're diverse, you know? Yeah. Random. They, they don't believe in segregation. They want to, they're equal, you know, equal, what's that word? What's equal that Equal opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My other question I had from watching this is, why did Kurt Russell keep taking his jackets off for no reason? <laughs> did you guys notice that? Like at one, like the first time he takes it off is when like they're running from the the guys after the street fight and they like go into that little tunnel space yeah I he takes he off his jacket, jacket yeah, to get in the tunnel who does that <laughs> well i was like oh there's a lot of trash down here let me take off my jacket i read that he actually had a really bad case of the flu while they were shooting this and that all the glistening sweat that is on him is from his fever it's not like prop sweat whoa yeah so he was just, he was just trying so to work. He probably may have worked that into the scene then, like. Well, he probably was really hot in that jacket. Yeah. You know, if you got the flu and you're miserable and you're doing all these action scenes. I only remember one other scene where he takes his jacket off, and that's when he's at the whorehouse, <laughs> the white tiger, and then she and then he's asked to take off his tie. Oh yeah. That scene was weird too. How so? Because why, what was the point of all the, you know, fake... Going to the White Tiger? Well, no, no, no. What was the point of him coming up with a fake name and all that stuff? They didn't know who the hell he was. He was just being slick. Well, maybe... <laughs> That's how Jack maybe Burton they, operates. Maybe they did. I mean, it makes more sense that... Remember the scene... Well, that scene you were talking about where they're running after... They're running away from the fight in that street scene. The gang, the street gang comes up and they say, they call out Wang's name. So the fact that they know Wang, you might be able to assume that they would have at, at some point learned who Jack was. Because they also were the ones who stole his truck. Yeah, they did. So maybe in some way he needed to hide his identity just a bit. That would be my guess. Plus, it's just good protocol. I mean, you don't go into a whorehouse and give them your name at the front desk. Jack Burton. 
He said it every other time in the movie. <laughs> he would say before he fought a bad guy, you don't fight Jack Burton. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he was boastful. He was a boastful guy. He was trying to, you know, spread the lore of Jack Burton. And I feel he did a very good job. Yeah. He, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing I didn't understand. Was the beginning the after this all happened or before? No, I think it's before. So he just like goes on the radio and talks about how amazing he is before he did the whole yeah, saving the I world think that's, thing. That's setting the character up. Wait, uh, you mean like the first yeah. scene we see him in? Yeah, in the, the in opening the scene in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was definitely before everything. Yeah, that it's, was pretty clear. It's just showing us what kind of boastful guy he is, and he's a big, yeah, it big sets talker. it up really early on. He's like very boastful. He's very super confident. Been on the clumsy side, but, like, that's what the kind of person he is. He kind of leaps before looking. Yeah, exactly. But then you have all these other characters around him that are more thoughtful, and you have Wang who's more, you know, he can actually kick ass. You just like saying Wang a lot, don't you? I I do. (laughs) That's a funny name. Wasn't there a scene where he's, like, we did it, Wang. No, 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 no. It wasn't. I just thought that would make a really funny, like... Wang joke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, Wang. We really beat oh. that one off, Wang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really showed him, Wang. <laughs> you jerk, Wang. <laughs> So I know I'm jumping around all over the place, but what did you guys think of the ending? The open and the open ended, ambiguous ending. Well, no, the whole him turning down the girl weird ending. Well, I mean, uh, it didn't bother me so much. I feel like that was something he would do. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, he, down. He, he definitely expressed interest in her, you know, in, like, very early on in, in the movie. Yeah, he, like, still kisses it, constantly. Yeah. Felt her up in the water tunnel or the sewer tunnel. He felt her, yeah, feels her up, kind of blames on her. He's like, yeah. you got to stop rubbing off uh, on me. It's kind of distracting. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh. But he's, he's clear that he won doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's just his style, you know. It's his charm. I feel like he's the kind of guy who just can't sit down and settle yeah he won't and settle he down. kind of like he kind of like yeah but she even says just get in, like a bigger truck that that was her only requirement of him yeah but then you'd have this ball and chain going around with him you can't tie that man down <laughs> you can't tie down jack burton you can't you can't tie down jack burton and he would say that in the third person exactly <laughs> wow and he'd call her sister and all kinds of other pet names or their other their name <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense that he he wouldn't want to hook up with her so easily at the end because he's just like the kind of. I mean, look at his job. He's he he's a drives a truck all over the place, and he doesn't. You know, like the, thematically, that's just what he does. He he moves from place to place, and I feel like he's the kind of guy who just doesn't want to stop moving. But he also doesn't do it very well because you think that I don't know maybe he would have to be at work you know he's just like well whatever i'm gonna go help you do your thing oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's just playing hooky from work and going on adventures yeah with chinese deities 
Well, I think thematically we're supposed to see him as a cowboy. He's a Roman cowboy. He's a roaming cowboy. Roaming cowboy. A roaming John Wayne. Yeah, exactly. He's a Lone Ranger type. I guess I see that. His job is kind of just... I guess that why it didn't bother me. Like, the ending I thought was all right. See, I felt like it was it forced. Like, oh, we're going to not have him end up with the girl because everyone ends up with the girl. <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what he was doing. Like, that's what I felt like the director and thought about writer was doing. Because it didn't make sense. I was just like, wait, this whole movie, he's gone through all this to get her. And then he's like, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> then he leaves. <laughs> Maybe he's into the uh, thrill of the chase. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he gets, that's where, that's. That's where he gets the juice. He likes the the thrill of the chase. Wow. And once maybe, he gets it, he just throws it back into the river. Maybe <laughs> after this whole fiasco, he's decided he wants a Chinese girl. <laughs> mm. kind of got like a hankering. Yellow fever? I think, I think you've got something there. You know, just kind of like you, people start talking about Chinese food around you a bunch, and you see it, you smell it. Next day, you want to eat Chinese food. <laughs> That's never happened to me. <laughs> yeah, never happened to me either. Sorry. I guess that. that I, don't, really... I don't think I woke up one morning. I'm like, hmm, dumplings. <laughs> I grew up on Chinese food, and I that doesn't happen to me. I'm just like, <laughs> so he went back to his fast food diet after this. Is what you're saying? Yeah, which felt forced. It didn't feel natural. Like, it felt, like, natural that he wouldn't want to do the whole sell his truck, settle down thing. Sure. But then when she threw the second option out, I was like, oh, he does get the girl. Awesome. But no. And then, like, even the, they have the other girl, like, forcefully say, what, you're not even going to kiss her? (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, no. Nope. <laughs> then he just leaves. I was like, wow, you guys think you're clever as yeah, shit. Yeah, he, he does kind of he does, <laughs> he does play it off like it's a power move, you know, yeah. like checkmate. Yeah, exactly. Jack Burton, one <laughs> girl zip. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets outside and goes, wait, I haven't got laid in like six years. <laughs> I got to try a different technique. <laughs> I don't know. I picture him as someone who's like paying alimony or like child support to some old mistake. <laughs> I don't think he's actually as free as we see him. Huh. When he's talking about checks in the mail, I bet he's 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 bragging on the radio about all the times he's lied to his ex wife <laughs> <laughs> about sending the check in the mail. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> love, love, Mike. Love, Have love. you paid your dues, Jack? <laughs> checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> That's fucked up, you guys. <laughs> Oh man, I can see that. Actually, he, that's a pretty. Good he's a guy of questionable like morals, though. I mean, he's not a clear hero. Is he the hero? I thought Wang was the hero. I think, yeah, and no, I think. Wait, I thought he was Wang. comic relief. I thought he was like the sidekick, <laughs> comic relief. Wang guy, is definitely Wang more is more hero. just and in touch with what's right. He also does all the fighting. Like every time there's a fight. <laughs> Jack Wang, somehow Wang magic, does magically doesn't even get involved. Like the one fight in the storeroom, he tries to take his, his knife out and he throws it across the room. And he goes and gets <laughs> it and then he comes back and he's already beat up everyone. 
yeah. are when they go down to do the final boss battle. He shoots the silly and knocks himself out, and then Wake <laughs> yeah. fights everybody, and then goes to fight Rain, and that's when he wakes up. <laughs> yeah, he is kind of like a reoccurring joke. So, he yeah. definitely is the more com- comedic relief. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I do see Wang as more of the hero. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Were you guys? Which is the which is why I like him the most in this movie. Oh yeah, Wang is the guy totally. who makes the movie. Kurt Russell is just kind of a guy who keep won't shut the fuck up. Like he's talking like it's the fifties and he's in a film noir, <laughs> but he's wearing cowboy boots, a wife beater, and jeans. So you're like, oh what? There's a little bit of identity crisis <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah, there's a lot of identity <laughs> crisis. I wouldn't say a little bit. He doesn't know what the fuck he's about. <laughs> That's why he's so gung-ho to just go help. Like, after he's like, oh, this is crazy, you guys. We just need to call the cops. I don't want to die for this. And then Wayne goes, well, I'm going. And he goes, well, don't leave me because I said I was going. What? <laughs> what? Weren't you just crying on the chair? Like, you were literally sitting on the chair crying about how you need to call the cops. And then you jump up and you're like, I said I was going. And I was like, wow, dude, you, wow. You're so well, confused. he just needed to hear the truth. And believe me, he can take it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a terrible line from the movie, but that was unintentionally funny for me. It, it was intentionally funny. <laughs> I think these writers are horrible, but <laughs> that's what made it so great. That and Kim Kim Cattrall's acting. <laughs> yeah, she like she thought she was in like a a speaky. Or something like I, I did not know what was going. On. I was like, "Is it the 30s? She's in, in a talkie. Hey, she's like, "You're like blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Huh." <laughs> you know, you're a lawyer, and the other chick's the reporter, right? Because yeah. you're saying all the reporter lines. Yeah, she'd watch watch too many like Buster Keaton movies. Yeah. Wait, and she, that was the only thing I was actually never clear on is what her profession was. She's a lawyer, she's but a she lawyer. kept talking like she was a, a, a reporter. Some type of, a reporter with yeah. a transatlantic well, yeah, accent. I thought she was a reporter. Yeah, no, she's a lawyer. But it was definitely the other woman that she was with who was a reporter. And I always thought she was kind of like the neighborhood um, pest weirdo. <laughs> just, like maybe stumbled upon something that well, she wasn't supposed to. I'm and then, 100% sure, being the only white lady in Chinatown, she is the neighborhood weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. Like, I'm just 100% sure they're all like, ah, oh, this bitch again. Actually, they say that. They say That's that. Why. They're just like, oh. Yeah. And then remember the uncle's like, why is she in our building? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember Wang was like, oh, don't don't talk to her. She's trouble. Uh, no, don't mess with her. She's bad news, Jack. Don't and talk then, to her. And then when she walks in, as soon as she walks in, she goes, I know I poke my nose into things I shouldn't and I get in trouble all the time, but this time I really stepped in it. And I was like, what the fuck? That just summarizes her character right there. Yeah. They gave it to us in dialogue in case you couldn't figure it out. Again, these writers were amazing. <laughs> Which is why I think the ending was forced. <laughs> they were trying to make a statement, huh? Yep. What else are they were talking about? This movie is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty weird. Like, I still don't understand half of the plot. And I've seen this movie I, probably like 40 times. I don't understand <laughs> why it takes low pan 2,000 years to find a, a bride that fits the bill. Because well, the green eyes, even, man. Even they explain it, but I still don't understand. No, the crazier part is 
So there's two lines that are said by other characters in this, right? Yeah. So Thunder says that his bride has to have green eyes, right? Then the Asian front lady at the White Tiger says Chinese girls don't come in green eyes. Yeah. So he never thought in 2,000 years, I don't know, goes try a different race? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, wait, this race has a bunch of green eyes. And and how odd is it that he was banking on maybe finding a mixed-race Asian girl who would happen to be born with green eyes. That's right. what he was banking on. And how odd is it when they finally find an Asian girl with green eyes that he finally opens up the option to the white girl? Yeah, he's like, Plan. I'm yeah. going to take her, too. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, she's feisty with fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, creepy touches her. Like, why didn't she flinch? That bothered yeah. me. The fact that she didn't flinch. Like, I know she's supposed to be like this, She's you know, the town weirdo. Yeah, but still, if that dude touched you, that could be your grandfather. With those nails. And I would just oh, yeah. be like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> like, oh, you know? Yeah. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he was just being greedy, too. He's like, I can have two girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, after waiting 2,000 years. Oh, yeah. And then, so, so he was cursed by some king, right? Yeah. But... He made a deal with the demon who cursed him, too? That's what I kept trying to figure out. Because they were like, oh, to satisfy the demon, you must have a girl with green eyes. And then they kept going, but to satisfy the king, you must kill her. And I was like, Wait, what? Who cursed him? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Did the demon and the king get in cahoots? And they're like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Let's both curse him with a curse that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, not only is he going to have to wait 2,000 years for this really special girl, then he can't stay with her. He's got to kill her. Which also didn't make sense because if the rule wasn't he had to be in love with her and she had to love him and have green eyes, then what the fuck did it matter? I feel like you could have <laughs> just found any green-eyed girl, married her, killed her, and been done with it. He, <laughs> he meets right. that one girl and he's like, I love you. I need you. And I was like, what is, what is happening? I don't understand. He's an old softy. Yeah, he got a little weird there. He's getting senile in his age and sentimental. And then he died really easy to have, like, demon protection. I thought that... Because remember, like, the the wax on, wax off guy was like... Egg Shen. Egg yeah. Shen. Yeah. He was Egg like... Shen. He Not was Mr. Like, Miyagi. Right. <laughs> he was like, uh, we, have to, we have to fight the demon, so take this elixir. But the demon never showed up. Like, I kept thinking the demon was going to show up and be like, raw. Yeah. I'm, and the funny thing is when he, when they finally say, like, when they show Egg Shen going, ah, the demon, it was just low pan. Yeah. Which, but I was expecting the demon that he needed to appease. Exactly. Exactly. Like a, a higher force. So if it's just him and... And it, all you had to do was let him get the girl? Then why didn't you just help him get the girl and kill him afterwards? Very good questions, all of these. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think might be answered in the rumored reboot. Are they seriously It's not going to happen. I heard, I heard that's something in the talks, and um, the lead actor who's going to be playing the role of Jack Burton is possibly going to be Dwayne Johnson. Oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, you say it right. Because I don't think he's going to take it lying down, you know, being the comic relief in an action film. I don't see him playing it the way that Kurt Russell played it. Well, yeah, he's going to be Wang 
He's going to be Wang and And then they're going to get Kevin Hart, and Kevin Hart is going to be Jack Burton. No, 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 no. They're going to get the guy who plays Paul Bart. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Kevin. Yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. Kevin something. Who cares? He does something good. The King of Queens. Yes, Kevin James. That's his name. Kevin James. Doesn't that kind of sound like an adult actor's name? It's it like two first names, Kevin James. Oh, it does, uh, yeah. Kevin James. I didn't St. think James. anybody would watch him do a porno. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see it. Anyone have anything I, else? Yeah, Kevin James sucks. <laughs> <laughs> About the movie? <laughs> oh, wait. I'd, yeah. li- I'd, like, I'd like to follow up with that. I've never seen anything he was in that I really liked. That's <laughs> I can only say I've only seen three things he's ever been in. I've only seen one. What was that? Uh, Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> no, I never saw that. <laughs> that that MMA movie. That sounds horrible. It sounds it, really it was, bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> but, there was, but there was this fighter that was in the movie that I wanted to see. Because um, he, he's like... he's a. He's Her name a, was Ronda Rousey, right? No, no. Um, <laughs> no you've like, already, you've already lost your credibility. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Go sit on the bench, son. <laughs> No, it was this Dutch fighter from, like, back in the day. Um, he was, like, a pretty prolific, prolific fighter, but he also was, like, he's known for having, like, a very eccentric personality, and he's a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hosts, like, an MMA, like, online, uh, like, commentary show or something. He's just funny. He's funny to watch. He has a great sense of humor. So that's that's really why I wanted to see it, and maybe Samayek. Mm, how long did it come out ago? <laughs> oh man three years ago nope maybe? they still sit on the bench don't get off that bitch <laughs> I knew where you were going as soon as you asked how old the movie was <laughs> that's bad it's awful you know you're thinking the same thing oh yeah oh yeah you, as soon as he said the name you're like I give that a pass then you're like wait a second <laughs> <laughs> so big trouble in little China, I think I'm going to watch it uh, twice a year, like Tack's been doing. I think it's Let's worth say it. One, once a year. Once yeah, because I haven't. I probably skip every couple years. I see it, so I'm not as um, up t- to speed on the names as you were. It's impressive. Well, I'm gonna probably watch. Uh, was it Golden Child? Yeah, go watch the Golden Child with Eddie Murphy. Yes, yes. <laughs> to me, they're the same movie. Just yeah, Eddie Murphy's similar. funnier than Kurt Russell. I think they're both equally uh, as offensive and racist to the Chinese. Oh, definitely. definitely. Oh, fact, probably. The thing fact, is, I don't even remember The Golden Child, even though I saw it. <laughs> you should, then you need to watch it again. I'm surprised. There are parts of that that, that never up, made sense Mike. to me. I'm surprised you never brought that up and you never mentioned whether or not it offended you. The Golden up. Child? No, um, Big Trouble in Little China. Nah, it never offended me because, like I said, these are like the type of movies I used to watch with my grandma and my so Grandma you felt like Chinese. it was an accurate representation of Chinese entertainment? No. Totally. I felt like <laughs> it was an American version of it, but the like powers and the kung fu, that is accurate. It's just that the whole Kurt Russell story part, and that would have never been in one. Yeah, they wouldn't put a white guy in one of those Mandarin dramas. No, they never do. happened. They do it all the time. <laughs> they just don't center it around that person. <laughs> but, yeah, I used to love Golden Child more than... This one. Really, you enjoyed Golden Whoa. Child more? Yeah. But it doesn't have Whoa. all this slapstick martial arts. It does. There's no Jack Burton. 
No, no. Not. See, there's, there's no, no green eyed. He's, he's the worst part of this movie to me. <laughs> well, there's no Wang. No, there's a Wang in that one. But it's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> that that last what? name's a little too common. <laughs> and that Wait, same... who was the actress in uh, Golden Child? The main, the lead actress. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't the woman from Mortal Kombat, was it? The I one think who it played was. Katana think it was. or something? Yeah, hold on. Something Soto? No. Wow, the Golden Shadow came out the year I was born. Jeez. Whoa. Wow. Wait, Maureen Norrie? No. No, Charlotte Lewis. Uh, yeah, I'm so off. <laughs> yeah, you were going racist with it. I was going another way. <laughs> yeah, like I said, racist. <laughs> What's the most Asian name I could come up with? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of a different actress. So right now we have one vote from, from Mike that um, Golden Child is better than, than the Big Trouble. But you guys Tack, remember w- it. Would you vote? Would you vote for Big Trouble, obviously? Me? Yeah. Yes, Big Trouble. I'll go watch The Golden Child again, and then I'll settle this debate. It definitely needs to be settled. And I think we should open up um, in the comments to anybody who wants to vote, which was the better 80s film. I think both films have one thing going for them, and that is that neither uh, include Kevin James in any facility. <laughs> yeah. Why do you hate Kevin James so much? <laughs> yeah, what's with the hate? Now I gotta, now I gotta ask. <laughs> No, no hate, no hate. I'm just saying these films are improved with the absence of, of Kevin James, <laughs> of the acting style that is Kevin James. I mean, he's not good, but he's not horrible. Well, he's never been to <laughs> he's never been to Chinatown because he's he's the king of Queens, right? Yeah. <laughs> he also needs to stop hanging out with Sandler. I think that would help his career. Yeah. Stay, <laughs> stay away from Sandler. Not so happy Gilmore. Yeah. Cause Sandler, he's he's uh, he's getting to the point where he's not watchable anymore. I think he's no um, Ben Stiller. Let's just say that. Well, Ben Stiller's talented. <laughs> That's I, the I said it nicer though. He's no Ben Stiller. <laughs> I'm just saying the truth. <laughs> Tropic Thunder is still one of my favorite comedies ever, and a lot of people found it racist, but I I just found it funny. Yeah, it, I thought Robert Downey Jr. threw Dowd. Yeah, it's in good fun. I think the whole movie is in good fun. I feel like he deserved his uh, Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs> and so the day I die, it's going to piss off all you people. I think he deserved the Oscar more than Heath Ledger did for Joker. For what role? For Boom. Boom. Yes. Because <laughs> you know that was wow. the same year, right? Was he really nominated? I thought just the character in the film was nominated. No, he really was nominated for no Best way. Supporting Actor. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I didn't even realize that. Yeah. He had to, like, throw it out, though. Because he had to do it in a way that wasn't blatantly racist to the point where that movie could never come out. You know what I yeah. mean? No, no. He he did really well. I you thought. know, like, there was moments where it could have went too far. So he did a great job. Yeah. He probably did, for all we know. And then they probably had to cut it down in the, in the editing room. <laughs> well, no, because... Uh, uh, I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Jackson. The actor that played the the other guy, the black guy who gets mad at him. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you mean, you people? Yeah. <laughs> that guy, he said, like, when he was on set, 
he kept thinking that was going to happen. And he was surprised that there was never a moment where he felt like they were just trying to skate huh. one by. Ah. Uh, so, oh, so they were pretty conscious the entire time yeah. they were shooting. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Because I can see how one would, you know, slip, let one slip by. Yeah, definitely. And, and then somebody would have got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole portrayal that Robert Downey did was in such better taste than Tom Cruise's Jewish guy. Yeah, I'll give you that. That was just a caricature upon bad stereotypes of Jewish people. <laughs> oh, totally. It was hilarious, but... I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of found it funny. That's messed up, guys. <laughs> <It's> messed up. <laughs> I, I, I think he was more entertaining to me than anybody else in that movie. Wow. Then <laughs> Robert Downey is second to him. He, I felt like that role helped his career. Because remember, like before that, Tom Cruise was about to lose it all because he's jumping yeah. on couches and shit. But uh, <laughs> but I feel like that revitalized. Don't his jump career. on top of couches if you're on the Oprah Winfrey Show. Never <laughs> jump on that couch. It's a career ruiner. It almost was. Wow, we're way off yeah. topic. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask the final question. Would you guys recommend this movie? Absolutely. Fuck yes. I think it's almost like a rite of passage. This and Golden Child. Not so much the Golden Child. Not oh, so much you don't Golden even remember Child, it. You don't yeah. even remember we'll, we'll it. Go revisit it for you. I, I think that says something. Yeah, if exactly. Able, if I'm unable to remember it. <laughs> that just it, says it that you're racist because there was a black guy in it. That's how I see it. <laughs> no, but I, I remember every line of Coming to America. That's like my favorite Eddie Murphy film. It's everyone's every. Well, I don't know. Trading and Places was pretty good. Trading Places is fantastic. <laughs> and I feel like Eddie Murphy did a lot of interesting movies in the 80s. And that just The Golden Child wasn't one of them. Wow. It's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>